Texas Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton. Call Jim now for advice, tips, and ways to save you money and time on your home improvement. 800-288-9227. That's 800-288-WBAP. Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Due West Foundation Repair. When you want the best, call Due West. Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. Advent Air, the comfortable solution. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen showplace. America's Choice Windows, with 10 windows for just $36.80. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. Ace Hardware, the helpful place. FoamMyWalls.com. Wall foam insulation for existing homes. Cadell Electric Services for all of your electrical needs. Dallas Bath and Glass, frameless shower doors. And Mr. Restore, fire water storm restoration. And now, broadcasting live from the floor in the core studios, here's Jim Dutton. And welcome to Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source. Hey, I'm Jim Dutton here to help you out any home improvement question you have. Pick up the phone, give me a call, I'll see what I can do to help you out here. You know, it's nice to see the rain has finally lightened up. I know, yeah, we're getting some minor showers here and there today, but we had enough. And I'm glad things have gotten back to normal. But if you got a home improvement question, and maybe you're still having to deal with some issues from the storms, or... You know, you just got some work going on around the house. Whatever you got going, feel free to pick up the phone. Give me a call at 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Any home improvement question you have, I'll see what I can do to help you out. Whether you're doing the project yourself, thinking about a project, maybe you're selling your house, you got some questions from an inspection report, or you're buying a house and you got some questions on the inspection report, Whatever you got going, doesn't matter. 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Now, I'll start off with something on a personal note. I wasn't here last weekend. I am here today. Uh, My daughter graduated high school last weekend, so we were busy with family and going to the graduation and all that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm very... Proud and glad that she is done, and that that is my last child going through high school. So she is getting ready to start her college career. I got uh, one who's graduated from college. He's an engineer now, works works for my company. I've got one in the Marine Corps, and now I'll have one in college again. So once again, all my money goes to college education again. But, hey. I'll get back into the normal swing of things in another four years when college is done. And that's the way life goes. It's always in cycles. Things are up, things are down, but you got to just keep on going. Anyways, we're here to talk about home improvement today, not about my personal life. So if you've got a home improvement question, pick up the phone, 1-800-288-9227. And yes, this is the time of year to get those projects going. The weather outside is great for doing outdoor projects. Of course, when it gets too hot, you can always move back inside and do some of your projects. I know I've personally been doing some painting in the house, uh, not outside, inside. I've got hardy siding. I use the Color Plus. I don't have to worry about the outside painting. But, you know, there's other things that need to be done outside as well. And I know one of the things I do need to do as I'm sitting here looking out my window is I got some trees I need to do some trimming on because they're starting to get near the roof, and you don't want to let those start getting into your shingles because it'll tear stuff up. And then you got to put on new shingles, and you know nobody wants to do that. Also, I want to remind everybody, you can go to our website, thipro.com. That's thipro.com. If you sent me an email in the last week, my email's been down, but I do have it working again now, so I will get to all those emails uh, you know, before the end of the weekend. So, uh, but, you know, if you're looking for links to the different sponsors you hear me talk about, things going on with the show, where we're going to be, when we're going to be, you need to go to my website, thipro.com, and you'll find all the information there that you're looking for. And, uh, you know, one of the things I need to tell you all the contractors that you find on that website, 
they are all people I've checked out. I know they're going to do a great job for you because a lot of them are people I do business with on a regular basis. But beyond that, I personally check them out before I'll let them get on that website. And it's not just a call to the BBB or, you know, to the bank to see if their check's going to clear. I, I literally, I go out to job sites. Uh, I talk with some, with customers, different things like that. And so, you know, if you're really looking for contractors you can trust, use, use my website as a resource. Not saying that you shouldn't check them out yourself, but hey, it makes a great resource to at least get you started. So, Again, that's THIPro.com. Anyways, uh, again, 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and I'll try to help you, see what I can do to help you. We'll get the questions answered. If I don't know the question, hey, I typically know somebody to call that will have the answer for you. And that's really what it's all about. It's not that I need to know all the answers myself. I just need to know where to get the answers. Uh, got that from my son who's the engineer. That's one of the things they taught him in engineering school. It's not that you need to know all the answers. You just have to know where to go to get the answers. Anyways, again, 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Ricky and Weatherford, how are you today? I'm doing good. Got a what question, can I do though. for you? Well, I've got uh, a two-bedroom house with uh, two baths, and the commodes are uh, flush slowly. Uh -huh. And sometimes there's a shower between the two commodes in one of the bathrooms, and it backs up into the shower. When and I flush? was wondering if it... When you flush, yes. Yeah. And I was wondering if it, that could be a problem with the vent pipe. And if so, can you run a water hose down in the vent pipe and clear it out? I've looked well, the water it, hose might clear it out, but I don't believe it's going to be a problem with the vent pipe. Typically, oh. if it's a problem with the vent pipe, you would hear gurgling where it's trying to pull air through the, the shower P-trap instead of it oh. backing up. Normally, if it's backing up like that, that's an indication you got blockage somewhere in the pipe. Okay. I'll need a plumber then. Well, plumber or, or a snake, because I'll tell you, from, when it backs up, is it doing it after you guys have, you know, had been using plumbing a little bit, and then and then it'll start backing up, or is it yeah, about, just random? about the second or, second or third flush, yeah. Okay. Okay, then yes, you're probably going to need a plumber because that tells me that the blockage is down the line a little ways. You know, the pipe oh. will hold so much water, and when you flush a toilet, you're you're only typically dumping a, a, a couple gallons down the toilet, you know, three yeah. gallons. And so that tells me that it's probably down the line a little bit wherever the blockage is, and overnight or in several hours, it, it allows it to drain through, so it's not a total stoppage. But it's got something down there blocking it some. Okay. All right. I'll uh, I'm a plumber. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. You bet. Take care, Ricky. Bye. One eight hundred two eight eight nine two two seven. That's one eight hundred two eight eight nine two two seven. You know, one of the things uh, I was talking about on our website, upcoming events. We actually have an event on Wednesday, a floor and decor in at the Mesquite store. Uh, we're going to be out there with Chris Crock. He's going to broadcast live from 4 to 5. Then they got a dinner from 5 to 7. They'll raffle off thousands of dollars in prizes and stuff. And all of this is going to be taking place at the Floor and Decor Wednesday at the Mesquite Store. You know, especially, I mean, it's open to the public to come, come out there. But especially if you're a contractor, you know, these, these Floor and Decor stores are great uh, for taking your customers to to pick out the floors that they want for their home. You don't have to order the floors. They typically have everything in stock that you need. And so it's just a, it's just a, a great place to go. And this particular event, they're going to have a lot of contractors and stuff out there. So you can mix and mingle maybe in uh, 
be able to get more information from other contractors that you can use once in a while. And uh, like I say, I, I'm going to be out there. Chris Crock is going to be out there. In fact, you can come out there and ask me questions if you want to. If you can find me, I'll be the guy in the cowboy hat. Ha ha. Like I'll be the only one there, right? Anyways, 1-800-288-9227. Again, that's the floor and decor, the mesquite location. And uh, we'll start out there with Chris Crock at 4 o'clock. If you can fix it in Texas, you can fix it anywhere. Here's more with Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement. Yeah, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by America's Choice Windows, where you get 10 windows for just $36.80. It's a heck of a deal. Great windows. I mean, these are not cheap windows. These are high-end windows, just at a real exceptional price. Thirty-six eighty. Call America's Choice Windows. All righty, one eight hundred two eight eight nine two two seven. That's one eight hundred two eight eight nine two two seven. Dave, what can I do for you today? Hey, hey, thanks for taking my call. Two quick questions for you. I bought a twenty-year-old house, about thirty-eight hundred square feet. In the last two years, I've replaced. Both the upstairs and downstairs air conditioning units, but the uh, master ba- master bedroom and bathroom area runs about five to seven degrees warmer than the rest of the house. I'm thinking the builder should have put a third unit in uh, on that wing. But my question is, would you replace uh, with a traditional air conditioner, or would you go with one of those uh, ductless uh, Mitsubishi units? It depends on the size of the rooms you're trying to put it in. Uh, and, and honestly, I'm not sure you need another unit. What you may need is just to get the unit balanced to put more air back into that area. You know, it's, it, that's one of those arts that a, a lot of AC installers just, one, they don't have the time while they're there putting in the system to, to let everything get up to full speed. Two, a lot of them just don't have the skills to balance out a system to where it makes all the rooms the same temperature because that does okay. take a little bit. So I would check that out before I'd have another unit put in. Okay, great. And then one more quick question for you. The, sure. got two downstairs bathrooms that have ceiling vents, and they seem to be uh, plugged up or something. I'm getting some feedback back into the bathroom area. How do you clean those things up? I mean, they have are, are, you ta- have a, are you talking about the exhaust vents? Yes, yes. Both of them have a direct line out to the outside of the house. Okay. Uh, the same people who do duct cleaning for AC vents do duct cleaning for those vents as well. Oh, okay. Great. And, hey. and, and what happens is it's it's just the dust particles and, and uh, lint and stuff. It starts yep. plugging them up, and, and uh, they just have to be cleaned periodically. Gotcha. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. You bet. Dave, take care. Bye. 1-800-288-9227. We're going to talk with Todd Tremonte from Tremonte Real Estate. And Todd, Todd, how are you today? I'm doing well, Jim. How are you doing? Man, I'm doing wonderful. The weather is just gorgeous, and so that makes for a great day. I can't complain one bit. I'm out in it right now, and it is absolutely beautiful. You know, when when the weather's like this, this is one of those kind of days where people want to be outside, and they... They, they're out in the great outdoors looking for things to do. And a lot of times what comes to people's mind is they want to have a bigger place where they got more room to expand and do the things they want to do. But a lot of people are kind of afraid of, of looking at acreage to buy. Well, I'll tell you what, it's funny you said that because I, I, I live on two acres myself. It's something that I've always been uh, kind of passionate about, having a little more space and I just finished mowing mine, and believe it or not, I love it. But it's funny because in the market we're in, you know, it's such a big area. I think a lot of people kind of have a a dream to get out on a little bit more space and buy a home, but they're not exactly sure how to approach it. And it really does take a different type of approach. Obviously, uh, you know, there are different factors involved in buying a home on land. There's fencing alone is a whole other ballpark when you have more land to deal with. You know, water access, utility access, things like that are different. But I would tell folks that it can certainly be done. And we're at an interesting point in our market where the opportunity is is relatively affordable. As prices are rising, 
getting out on a little bit of land now is, is, is still doable, but that may not be the case for the average homeowner for a whole lot longer in our market. But it's affordable. We're, see, we're helping people get onto one-acre lots, two-acre lots, up, up to five. Uh, is really a special area, specialty area for us. So it's an exciting time in our market where folks can still do do that at a reasonable price and then enjoy getting out and and, enjoy, and living on it, like you were saying. Well, and, you know, a lot of times people think you got to go way out of town to do it, but I personally live on an acre and a half as well, and it's you're not that far out to do it anymore. I mean, it's getting further out all the time, but there's still some pretty nice places available close in. Yeah, and what, what's funny, of course, if, you know, where, where you and I live, places like that, if you talk to the neighbors, they're all saying that we're getting closer in because everything's growing out to us. So you're right. You don't have to go terribly far. I mean, the northeast area is absolutely exploding. Wiley, Saxe, Murphy, uh, the edges of Allen and Plano and up out towards Levon. Uh, but there's certainly a lot of activity with homes on land. Uh, to the north and west, and even the southeast is kind of resurging here, too. So we're finding that, that people are able to get, believe it or not, able to get on an acre or two under $200,000 still in certain areas and able to really then kind of focus on the land first and then pay attention to you and your show and get the house right after the fact. And that can be a really wise investment approach is getting the land at a good price because that's obviously going nowhere but up. And then potentially getting a house that may be a little bit banged up, but doing some work on it and finding yourself in a home that may be worth twice what you've got into it. And you're finally, you know, that, that's a good way to get into some land without having to just stroke a, a really, really large check. Oh, I love a fixer-upper. <laughs> you and I both, my friend. But I do think that's part of the fear that a lot of people have is, you know, we, we've sold, uh, you know, 10 acres with 5,000-square-foot houses, and we've sold one acre with 1,000-square-foot houses and everything in between, but there is something out there for everybody, and I think some of us have, have believed kind of a lie that uh, everything's just too expensive, and that's just not the case. We're finding fam- young, growing families and empty nesters and all kinds of folks that, that just kind of want the peace of having some space to get out and do what they want or really just to sit and look at it, and it's still very doable in this market, and we, we absolutely love doing it. Like I said, I grew up in that kind of thing and uh, have done that with my family, and there's just kind of a different different lifestyle that comes with it, and I think there's a lot of people in this crazy culture that we live in that are really interested in slowing things down a bit and having some space. And it's it's a, it is a worthy goal, and it's doable in our marketplace. Well, Todd, uh, how can people get in touch with you? Folks can reach me at two one four three one zero 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 eight or overunderagent.com. You mind holding on through the news? I'd be happy. I got a couple more questions I want to talk to you about real quick when we come back with more Texas Home Improvement, 1-800-288-9227. Here's the short answer with real estate expert Todd Tremonti. So you're thinking about buying a house on some land. It's a huge trend that's happening in the North Texas market right now where people are excited to get out on a little bit of land where the kids have some room to play. You can plant some food and grow the, grow your own food, potentially you know slow down life a little bit. So there's a few things you might want to know before you jump into that. Number one, that market is truly booming right now. Home prices are absolutely rising for homes on, say, one to five acres. A lot of that's happening kind of the edges of the Metroplex, just outside the busier cities. And we are on the front end of that trend, and that's a great time to be buying in in the area of homes on land, one to five acres again, because this trend will ultimately cycle through like most real estate cycles do. So the advice I have is jump on those now, buy while the prices are rising, and uh, get some immediate appreciation, and enjoy the benefits of living uh, a slightly slower lifestyle on some really unique houses, on some really fun pieces of land. I'm Todd Tremonti with Market Experts Realty. If you have any questions about this or anything else real estate related, give us a call at 214-310-0008. And now back to Jim Dutton and Texas Home Improvement. And welcome back to Texas Home Improvement, one 800 288 9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by Ace Hardware, the helpful place. All right. When we left, I was talking with uh, Todd from Tremonte Real Estate. And Todd, are you there still? I'm here, my friend. 
All right. You know, we just had that little segment where you talk, you, you were talking about some acreage and stuff. And, yeah. you know, one of the other things that I wanted to ask you about, because this is the, the other thing that scares a lot of people, is taxes. They, they, they always think that the uh, tax is going to be so much more if they get out and get some acreage. And my experience is that's not the case at all. Well, yeah, you and I have benefited from a lot of people thinking that. Uh, the good news is this, you know, to some extent, um, a home on land is going to be a little bit like a home in a neighborhood. In a lot of ways, it's very different. One of the ways that it can be dramatically different is there's the potential for some tax exemption. Now, most of us hopefully are taking advantage of a homestead exemption because the home that we're living in is protected to some extent. But when you get out on, a, on enough land where you could potentially grow something or have an animal of some kind, there's an agricultural exemption that is possible. The other thing is when you get outside of the, the more densely populated cities in our areas, we're finding that the tax rate in a lot of those cities is a little bit lower, depending on what county and what city and school district you're in, of course. But a lot of these areas are specifically desirable because they do have better schools, lower taxes, and then you can take advantage of, whether if you like to, some of the specific uh, exemptions that would be unique to you, like a agricultural exemption for some sort of timber or crop or animal that you may raise out there. So, you know, some of the other benefits, when you just think about the cost of, of owning a home or potentially owning a home on land, where people may think it could be more, you know, one example is a lot of some of these properties have wells on them. So you've got access to a virtually unlimited source of water where, uh, you know, the, the cost of water is, is scaring some people. Obviously, we just had an unreasonable amount of rain after a drought. But even now, uh, I'm, I'm building a sprinkler system off of my well. And once the system's paid for, you know, that water is mine forever and ever and ever. So the cost of that is dramatically less than it would be on a city water system, you know, in a, in a neighborhood. So the taxes is one thing, but there's, there's 20 or 30 other things that can actually be a cost savings when you get out on some land. So hopefully that answers the question. Oh, absolutely. And uh, Todd, if you'll hold on one second. Hey, Lee, can you send me some feed down the ISDN line? Okay. And, and Todd, let me, let me ask you about something, something else. else. You know, one of the things that people don't, and, and uh, hey, Lee, let's go ahead and switch the ISDN if that's okay with you. All righty. Uh, one of the other things that, you know, people don't realize is if they want more than just an acre or two acres, when they start getting up into those five-acre tracks, they can actually get some ag exemptions if it's done yeah. right. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely complicated. It doesn't have to be overwhelming, though, and I appreciate you for making that distinction because I didn't. The ag exemption becomes more relevant when you have a larger piece of land, of course, and a certain part of it may be segmented off as the ag exemption, while another part of your property may be segmented off as your homestead. But you're right. I mean, if you if you've got five or eight or ten or twelve acres, um, you could you could find your total tax liability drop in half or more. Uh, I mean, I, I've I've helped people purchase a couple of hundred acres where their tax was virtually non-existent. I mean, they were paying a couple of hundred dollars on taxes versus somebody on a quarter acre paying thousands and thousands of dollars. Yep. Now, that's, a, of course, 100% legal and appropriate, and there's incentives for these things because they're good for our economy, they're good for our local communities. And, of course, it's fun to both contribute on that level and save some money. So if people are thinking about doing that, they do need a real estate broker that really understands those differences. And, you know, if they're thinking about making repairs on homes like that, they need contractors and vendors that do understand the difference and working with permits and, and cities versus working with counties and uh, on open land. You know, I, I referenced earlier fences. You know, a lot of these homes are run off of a well. A lot of them are run off of propane. Uh, some of them are using solar now. So there's so many different factors, but uh, you bring up a couple of good ones there. Uh, I don't want to scare people with some of that complexity. Oh, no. It's definitely it, doable. It I is. I want people to know if you find the right agent, the right contractors, the right vendors that really know their stuff, this can be a lot of fun. We certainly love it, and I know you and your family do too. Well, and, and I'll be honest, I, I where you guys hear me talk about going to the deer lease all the time, we own the deer camp area, 
and then we have 23 acres and we lease 1800 from timber companies well we've yeah. got an ag exemption on the 23 acres the only place we're paying full taxes on is the one acre that the the house itself sits on and yeah. uh you know we we use a timber exemption there but we were yeah. eligible to use for wildlife you can put cattle on it there's any number of things that, that can make it very doable and, and i don't mean to tie the whole thing up talking about large tracts of land because todd you guys do such a great job with residential uh in the city stuff as well yeah you know and, and i appreciate you bringing us back a little bit because i could talk about the homes on land thing all day i love it but i tell you what we lately i want to just kind of give you a high five your the listeners that listen to your show are some of our absolute favorite clients I don't know what it is just about the mindset and the attitude and, and the character of people, but we are having so much fun selling homes for people in Plano and Dallas and Richardson and Allen. And, um, it's just good people that understand that we really care about them and we have a unique marketing approach and we're just hitting home runs left and right. I, I hate to pat myself on the back, but it's my team. They're so good at what they do and, and your listeners are just fun to work with. We're selling houses. For 10, 12, 13% above our asking price when our asking price was 5, 6, 7% above the market average sales price. So we're having fun. We're doing it fast. You know, the only problem we're running into right now is that we're, we're busy, but we always, always, always have time for your listeners. So it's a really fun market to be in. I think a lot of people are scared sometimes to sell because they may be afraid that they can't buy, but. We've just had really, really great systems in place, and, and a lot of folks that we're working with from your show and other WBAP listeners that we've been able to get out of a home at max price and get into a home below max price, uh, and we're just having a lot of fun doing it. There's really nothing else to say about it other than that we're we're enjoying what we do as much as we ever have. Well, there is one more thing to say. You know, I, I say at the top of the hour, I was talking about how I use a lot of the people that I have on the show. and. Hey, you sold two places for me earlier this year as well, and and uh, it was fast, it was easy, and uh, best of all, you got what I was asking for. And and I'm <laughs> and Todd, I'll tell you, I I did have other people give me some uh, pricing on the properties, and yeah. you got way more than what the other companies were telling me I should list it for. Yeah, and that's fun. Of course, it's more it's fun for me to hear you say that, uh, and that's kind of the way we've built our business. You know, obviously we do some advertising and marketing, but really what it comes down to is doing what you say you're going to do and hopefully exceeding that, you know, setting appropriate expectations and exceeding those. And, and the thing that I like most, honestly, of course we're, we're excited that we got great price and we did it quickly, but the thing that makes me most happy is that you enjoyed the process and that you were able to trust us and, and do what you do day in and day out and let, let us worry about getting the property marketed and sold so it wasn't a big headache for you. To me, that's what we want to do. We want people to be able to say, look, I hired these guys. I put them to work. I, I don't worry about it. Uh, that they, did, they got the job done, and, and, and we'll tell all our friends and family about them, and that's what you're doing, and I certainly appreciate that. And That's, that's the way I've built the business for 14-plus years now, and that's the way we plan on doing it for the next 14 or 15 years. So. Thank you so much for that feedback, and we, you know, just like the listeners, we enjoyed working with you because you knew what you wanted, you understood where our expertise would help you out, and we had a very easy communication process, and the, believe it or not, the, the client and the client attitude contributes to the speed and the price a lot of times, so um, so that, that one was a lot of fun. Well, how can people get in touch with you again, Todd? 214-310-0008 will get us on the phone, and then overunderagent.com will get us on the Internet. All right. One more time on the number. 214-310-0008. All right. Take care and have a great weekend. You too, Jim. Enjoy this weather. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Texas Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton. Call Jim now for advice, tips, and ways to save you money and time on your home improvement. 800-288-9227. That's 800-288-WBAP. 
Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Due West Foundation Repair. When you want the best, call Due West. Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. Advent Air, the comfortable solution. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen showplace. America's Choice Windows, with 10 windows for just $36.80. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. Ace Hardware, the helpful place. EcoSafe Pest Control, your natural safe pest control solution. Todd Tremonti's home selling team. Let's get it sold. Rhino Shield Ceramic Coatings. Better than paint. Arrington Roofing, the company that still hand nails all of their shingles. Axiom Solar, the Texas authority on renewable energy. And now, broadcasting live from the floor in the core studios, here's Jim Dutton. And welcome back to hour number two of Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source, one 800 288 9227. Any home improvement question, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out here. This portion is being made possible by Axiom Solar, DFW's authority in renewable energy. And as promised, I'm going to forego the normal stuff at the beginning of the show and jump straight into the calls. 1 800 288 9227. Molly and Denton, what can I do for you? Um, well, we have a, a swimming pool. Um that we've had for, I don't know, 15 years, and we we got a, a really nice pink rock around it, and then with the, um, I think it's called aggregate, where they sprinkle little pebbles in the area around, um, just out the, what do you call that part that you walk on? The cool deck? And my, yeah. Yes. Yes. And my husband has turned, he does not like either one of those now, and so he's talking about ripping them both up, and I wanted to ask. Is there any way to stain the pink uh, sandy? It's kind of a sandy rock um, gray, and also can you put um, a different layer on top of that aggregate to make that look different as well? On the aggregate, yes, there are overlays that you could put over the aggregate. Uh, okay. it, it, and what they would do is they'd have to come in and they'd hit it with a pressure washer to get all the loose rock up and stuff first. And then uh, you can put one of the overlays that would look like a, a stone or uh, they can carve it to look like brick or a pool deck or any any cool deck, rather, any any tight number of things that you want it to look like. So to answer that question, absolutely, that's possible. I'm not... Is that like less expensive than like pulling the whole thing out right yes okay uh but i'm not following you on the the other stone that you were talking about well it's 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 a pink i think like sandstone or what whatever that is that they use for landscaping and we've got okay like that's the coping yes that's the coping and also we have a, a real a really nice a uh, long, uh, what do you call it, retainer wall. Okay. It's kind of the same. And he he just doesn't like that. And our, a gray would look better, but I don't even know if that's possible. Uh, on that particular type of stone, it is usually not possible to, to redo it because that's so, uh, it's almost like a sandstone. The surface will rub off so easy gotcha. that anything that adheres to it comes off. Okay. And so, well, typically, what they have to do with that is they would just take those stones up and put the new ones in. Yeah, and that's going to cost a fortune. So maybe I can cover up the other part and, and get him to keep the pink. <laughs> there you go. So, get him, get him some new rose-colored glasses, and then it'll all look cheery to him. Yes, yes. One thing: Who is your AC person that you're always recommending? Advent Air. Advent Air. Okay, thank you so much. Oh, not a problem at all. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, if you're looking for a great air conditioning company, Advent Air can definitely help you out. And, and especially, you, you know, you're up in Denton. Uh, their head office is in Louisville. Advent Air's number is 972-221-4373. And, you know, they go all over the place. 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Randall. In Duncanville. How are you? Wonderful, Jim. What can I do for I you a, today? Well, cool. I'm trying, thinking about doing some 
updating for his energy system. Now, I got a two-story home, custom built. It was custom built in uh, 81. Uh, and uh, I was got some bids on windows and, of course, the uh, foam of wall. Okay. And I was trying to decide if I was going to do one of them, which one would I, you know, would get the most return on? Now, I tried to do a little homework with uh, taking my little laser temperature gun and putting it on the exterior wall, checking the temperature from the inside of the house and on the window. Well, you know, I got more wall than window, but from what I can tell, my insulation don't seem to be too bad. Well, you said the house was built in 81, right? 81. Yeah. yeah. It was built by a customer. It was actually built, built for himself living in, you know, in this subdivision that I uh, live in. And so your windows are a single-pane aluminum frame, or, do, or does it have the double-pane? They're the double-pane aluminum frame. Okay. But they got a lot of, you know, some of them got some fog in them. And, you know, yeah. If it was me. And, I, and you know, that that's how I, t I base everything. If it was me, I would do the windows first and then the right. walls. And here's why. The windows are more than just the energy. They're cosmetic as well. But I think energy-wise, you're going to get a bigger bang for your buck out of, win out of the windows simply because those old uh, aluminum frame windows were extremely inefficient to begin with. And the fact that they're clouding up on you tells you that uh, you know, it's time for them to go. On the other hand, on those on the walls, a house mm -hmm. built in 81 is already going to have probably an R11 or R13 in the walls. Right. And so even if you uh, do re-insulate it, granted you would see some improvement, but not as much as if you did the windows. If you had told me this house was built in... 1963. Right. I would I would tell you it's a toss up on which way to go, but given the house built in '81, do the windows first. That's what I was leaning toward, Jim, based on just doing the temperature, looking at the difference yep. between the temperature and everything, and, and uh, that's kind of what I was leaning to. But I want to hear you say what you would do. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. All right. Randall, have a great Thanks weekend. Time. All right, you too. Bye-bye. 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Both products are great products, and every single house you have to look at, which way would you go? And, you know, I had to base it on, on what his description of his issues were. Margaret, welcome to WBAP. What can I do for you? Well, thank you so much for taking my call. I'll tell you. Uh, you are so popular, and this is your valuable advice. I think you should charge for every call. I would not <laughs> mind paying you for. Wow, for I could calls. I could start getting paid for doing the show. <laughs> yes, you should, because I tell you, you have so much good advice. Thank I'm you, ma'am. I'm needing your services today. Okay, I got a um, I had an air conditioning leak on the ceiling on a two-story house, and uh, I got the work done, the repair for the ceiling. But um, my ceiling color didn't match the, the rest of the house, and the painter told me that he mixed in the paint and the texture. I'm not sure he's pulling my leg on this. I mean, it does not match, but I don't never heard of that, where you can mix the paint with the texture. You can, but it shows. Okay, maybe that's what happened. Then. Yeah. It does not match. It looks yeah. a lot darker. It, it, needs to, it needs to go ahead and be painted because here's what happens when you mix the, the paint in with it. If you, were, if you were redoing the whole ceiling and it's a standalone and all that, it wouldn't be an issue to mix the paint in with the texture. The fact that you're max, matching in to something else, though, it's going to stand out like a sore thumb. Yes, it does. And okay. so, really, he needs to just get some ceiling white. I'm assuming your your ceilings are white, correct? Yes. Yeah, it, it's uh, ceiling white is a standard color. He needs to just get that, paint the ceiling, and be done with it. Okay, ceiling white. Okay, I'm writing this down. Okay, now on a two on my same two story, um, I have a an air conditioning 
two year finishing units that were put in like 12 years ago. Uh-huh. But when I got them put in, installed at the time, uh, they told me that these were much bigger systems, that it was going to be too much air downstairs. So one of the ducting came, they made it come upstairs because they said it's just too much downstairs. Now, I um, since I've had all the ceiling repair done and everything, um, I got they they I had an air conditioning company that told me I didn't really need that upstairs, so they kept it off. And I'm not sure that was such a good thing because I'm not sure whether the air can be forced back down. It's just the one duct that they capped off, correct? Yes. Okay, that should not cause you any big problems. What happens to the air? It just gets redistributed to all the other vents that are through through the the system on that particular unit. In other words, oh, okay. all you know, I don't know how many ducts you have downstairs, but let's say there was six ducts and one upstairs. Mm-hmm. So the air that that air conditioning unit was putting out was being divided amongst those seven openings. Mm-hmm. Now it's only divided okay. amongst six. I see. Okay. Well, I know one thing that after that happened, even though I've got a bigger system, supposed to be better, the, some of the outer rooms that uh-huh. uh, were like the bathrooms and, and laundry room got hotter instead of better. Well, that is a matter of uh, balancing the system so that you get the right amount of air going to the different rooms. And, and that's a very common problem when people replace air conditioners. They don't get it balanced properly. And typically okay. what you need to do is just call the company back. They'll come back and, and do some dampen, you know, tweak some dampeners and stuff. To, no, I don't to, think they're, they're, they told me pretty much that's it. I'm nah, going to Is it advanced air one I could call can do that? Absolutely. Because if somebody told okay. you that's all they can do, they're feeding you a line. Okay. No, they just don't know how to do it. I've asked them and I told them they know, but they said, uh, no, there's not really much you can do. Yeah. You know, um, Okay. Now, it could and be that they don't have the right size ducts for some of those rooms, and that could no, be a problem they, as well. But No, I don't think it's that, because I paid them enough to, I had a, they put in all new ducting and everything. I spent several thousands of dollars. Yeah. All new ducting, all new AC systems. Oh, and Margaret, I, I have to tell you, I can't tell you how many times I've seen people just spend thousands of dollars and not get what they paid for. Exactly. Yeah. I hate to tell you, but I did spend like fifteen thousand. Yeah, but okay. if you got an American now, Standard system, you got a, a very good system, so you, okay. you should it, call Advent and, and let them take a look at it. And I bet they can sure. tweak the duct work and get it okay. right for you. And and, and just I heard you talk about this before, but I didn't quite understand, or maybe I wasn't listening close enough. Uh-huh. Something about you said, what is the best? Uh, somebody su- suggested a uh, wood floors, wooden floors for the kitchen. I'm remodeling that too, uh, but um, no wood in I mean, the kitchen. I'm open to whatever, and also granite for the countertops. Okay. Uh, let's start with the floors first. I don't like wood floors in the kitchen. Uh, okay. If you want the look of wood, get the tile that looks like wood. I okay. mean, you literally cannot tell the difference. Or you can take a look at using cork floors. They're very soft. They'll hold up better to moisture than a regular, like an oak floor would. As far as the countertops, uh, you can use granite. Looks great. Durability-wise, if you're going to do a lot of cooking, I personally prefer the man-made countertops, like a Silestone or Corian or uh, you know something along those lines, over the granite. And the main reason is granite is porous. And if you get uh, moisture on it, it'll absorb it. So if you say you're getting ready to cook steaks and you get some steak blood on the countertop mm-hmm. on granite, it will actually absorb and can grow bacteria in there. Oh. The man-made are, are solid and they, they don't have that issue. Okay, so what are you saying? A silestone? What is that? Silestone is just a, a man-made countertop, much like Corian is, except it'll have right. uh, uh different materials in it like some of them have granite flakes in them and stuff like that okay so you can still have that look without having the oh yeah granite itself and you don't have the maintenance or anything correct 
where on granite okay. you do have to put a sealer on every year. Okay. And and so the, would you say the best also for the floor would maybe be tile? Would that be the, the best oh, yeah. choice for the floor? Without question. Okay. All right. Go, well, go stop by at a floor and go buy one of the floor and decor stores. Okay, and, uh, that? Floor and decor? Floor and decor. What, what, where are you at? What part of town? In, in Louisville. Oh, okay. But I can go anywhere. Plano. I can go anywhere in the area. Well, if you go straight down 35, right there on the corner of 635 and 35, there's a shopping center on the south side of 635. Not a shopping center. Uh, it, it's more of an uh, business complex there. Floor and Decor okay. has a location right there that you could go take a look at. Oh, okay. And they also sell, sell the countertop? Uh, they actually do. Okay, great. All right, I appreciate it. Thank uh, you so much. You take care. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Again, our number, 1-800-288-9227. And, you know, talking about Floor and Decor, I'm actually going to be out at Floor and Decor in Mesquite on Wednesday evening. Uh, Chris Crock is going to be out there as well. He's going to be broadcasting live from 4 to 5. I'll be out there uh, during that time. And then from 5 to 7, they've got a dinner. They're going to be raffling off thousands of dollars in prizes and stuff. A great place to come if you're a contractor or a homeowner just wanting to see all the stuff that they have. Again, that's at the Floor and Decor in Mesquite on Wednesday. I uh, hope to see everybody out there. There are three things Jim Dutton won't put up with. Horse thieving, watered down barbecue sauce, and dishonest contractors. Here's more with Jim on your Total Home Improvement Source. And this portion is being made possible by Advent Air, the comfortable solution. Talking about watered down barbecue sauce, I've been running out on the, the brakes here and checking. I've got my smoker going. I've got a couple of beef roasts out there and a pork tenderloin out there smoking today because uh, we're having a little get-together for my daughter's graduation this afternoon or this evening when I'm finished doing the radio show. So had to make sure that all that stuff's still going the way it's supposed to. Anyways, any home improvement question you have, 1-800-288-9227. And no, this is not your cooking show. This is home improvement. 1-800-288-9227. This portion is brought to you by Ace Hardware, the place where you can go just get anything you're looking for for your home. All right, let's see here. John in McKinney, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, I have a question about a retaining wall. So my retaining wall is 120 feet long and starts at 4 foot, goes up to 6 foot, and back down to 4 Ooh. foot and that 120-foot span. So yeah. I have a major project in my mind that I'd like to see what material I would use. So I want to rip out the railroad ties, and I want to put a barrier in and then put grass over it, sloping down to the sidewalk. And so I'm wondering what material I can use that will hold up underground and still have the retaining wall aspect to it. And you want to be able to put grass over that? I would like to, yes. I would like to get rid of the retaining wall look. Okay. Uh, are you, do you have the ability to slope it further back so it's not such a straight up and I do. down hill? I have, uh, I, have 35, I have 35 feet from the house to the retaining wall around. Okay. It's a corner lot. Okay. Cause, you know, on the four-foot part... It, it's not as big a deal. On the six-foot part, when you're getting into those kind of slopes, it does become uh, very difficult. However, they do make some products for doing that. Uh, I'm going to give you a couple options here. One, they make some... Uh, they're basically mats. They, they look, you know, like the, barricade, the, the orange barricade fence you see? Yes. Okay, it looks just like that. But it's, it's made for doing projects like what you're talking about. So you would cut into the hill. You would lay these things flat. They'd come out and tie into the one that would slope down in order to strengthen that hill. And then you could put okay. ground over it. 
your biggest problem that you're going to have with trying to do this, though, is these monsoon rains that we had, uh, you know, two weeks ago. Right. It can cause the soil to get so soft that it'll slough off. And that's going to be my, that's the reason I was asking how far back can you go. If you do anything more than a 45 degree repose, and even at 45 degrees, you're pushing the limits. But anything short of that, uh, when it gets overly saturated, it will slide off on you. Okay, so why can't I come in there with a slope a barrier wall and then cover it with dirt and then sod it? You can, but the, the sod only only helps the surface. When you build up that soil like you're talking about, when it gets overly saturated, it becomes slick where it ties back into the old soil versus the new soil, and they, okay. will, they will separate at that line. Okay. And so that, that's the biggest fear you have. It, the further back you can go, you know, the, the less degree of slope you have, the better off you will be. So okay. if you can get it less than the 45, I think you'll be fine. Uh, okay. your, but your other option, they make some retaining wall uh, blocks that you can actually stair step back as you come up. And they have, okay. uh, they have knockouts in them where you could actually put plants in them. So you could use a uh, vine type material, not vine, but ground cover material and it will literally cover all those blocks up so you're not having to mow it but you're also not looking at the blocks and what blocks would that be uh you would ask that question wouldn't you i'm, I'm, <laughs> so, I'm, I'm supposed to have that answer ain't i uh, black <laughs> yeah. uh hang on i had it at the top of my head right up until i mentioned them uh I can tell you where I get them from. I get them from headwaters. And okay. all of a sudden, I just cannot remember the name, the brand of them. We, I use them on a regular basis. They're great blocks. They, and they, they're, they're sta and they can go that six foot that you're talking about uh, okay. with no problem. I'll tell you what, it, it, since I can't remember, call my office and, uh, I can give you the name of somebody that you can call and the name of the blocks and everything. Uh, you can okay. reach my office at 972-406-0912. Okay. And uh, I, I can give you all the contact information and everything for them then. Certainly do appreciate your time. Not a problem. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh -huh. Again, our number, one 800 288 9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Now my mind's trying to remember those darn blocks, and for the life of me, I can't remember them, but maybe I can look them up when we go on a commercial break here. one 9227 Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. This portion is being made possible by Cadell Electric for all your electrical needs. 214-329-4567. Online at CadellElectric.com. And remember, if you're a journeyman plumber or master electrician and you're looking for a, a great place to call home, Cadell Electric is hiring really great people. So you you got to be good, but they are hiring. So if you're looking, give Cadell Electric a call. By the way, I did look up the uh, materials I was talking about, and there's two brands, Keystone and VersaLock, that I use. And uh, the VersaLock is the one I've used mostly. But like I said, you've got spots in there where you can put the plants and allow the ground cover to cover them up. It looks great. And uh, I, I get my materials through Headwaters Construction Materials for that. So just uh, taking care of a little house cleaning there. 
1-800-288-9227. Pam in Greenville, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing, Jim? Doing wonderful. Listen, I want to talk to you about tankless water heaters. Okay. And I know you've covered this before, but I wasn't thinking about doing it at the time, so I didn't pay good attention. Oh, Pam, don't worry (laughs) about it. I don't think I've said a new thing on this show in the last three years. It's all stuff I've said before, and that's... That makes it good. That's just the way it works. That's the way it works. Okie doke. Well, I'm getting ready to do some remodeling. And I have one of the situations that I've heard you talk about. I have this little closet that's built just about for the size of a water tank. And um, with the new ones coming along, this one's only maybe five, six, seven years old at most. But it's not going to last forever, mm-hmm. and the new ones are probably not going to fit in that closet. So <clears throat> I'm thinking about the tankless. Okay. Now, this, um, it would handle a bathroom. I have two water heaters in the house, but this one that I'm talking about handles a bathroom, um, the washing machine, um, and then the kitchen, so the sink and dishwasher. Okay. Okay. Another thing, though, that I've heard you talk about is the electrical work that might need to be done. Right. Is your is your house all electric? It's all electric except for my cooktop, and it's gas. Okay. So you do okay. have gas available then? Well, sort of. Okay. In that this was um, added just uh, added propane actually. Gotcha. I live out in the out in the boonies and added propane just so I could have a, a cooktop. And so there's a line that's run through the attic. So, you know, I'm on slab. I don't know what it takes to get gas going all the way through everything. Just nothing more than money. <laughs> yeah, well, and I have loads of that. Oh, well, so we're, you're, we're, hey, we're talking to the right language then. Let's go. There you go. <laughs> so... What what am I looking at if I stay with electric? What you're looking at if you would stay electric, you would have to run new lines from your breaker box to wherever the water heater goes. Okay. Uh, because currently you're using 110 for that water heater. You are probably you may be using 220, but uh, regardless, uh, it would be 220. But regardless, it's not enough power. A tankless water heater typically is going to use uh, 60 amps and you probably only have 20 going to it right now. Okay. Well, that's not a good answer. I think uh, I had some electrical work done here a few years ago and I think I remember the electrician saying you're about maxed out on this uh, uh, breaker box. Okay. So I would have to upgrade my breaker box, probably. Probably right? so. You, you you probably have, what, an a, uh, an 80 or 100 amp breaker? No, you're talking over my head now. I okay. <laughs> How old a house is it? Uh, built in 1980. You got 100 amps then. Okay. And, yes, you would probably have to up the breaker box, and by the time you run all the power to the new place you're probably going to be in the neighborhood of 3,000 just to get the power to it okie doke all right well i may have to rethink (laughs) (laughs) well fortunately you got time to think about it pam yes i do all right all right i gotta run we gotta take a break here we'll be right back with more texas home improvement coming soon to a theater near you jim dutton in Fifty Shades of Wall Paint. Oh, yeah. Or deck stain or bathroom tile, whatever you want. Here's more Texas Home Improvement. Not quite true, but coming to a floor and decor near you Wednesday in Mesquite. I will be there starting at 4 o'clock, as well as Chris Crock is going to be out there as well. So you can come by and say... Hi to Chris Crock and watch him do his show. And if you got some uh, questions you want to ask me, I'll be out there again at Floor 
Indicor in Mesquite starting at 4 o'clock. Then at 5 to 7, they're serving dinner. they got all kinds of contractors going to be out there you can talk with. And if you are a contractor, you ought to come out and mingle and, and see what it's all about. Again, that's Floor and Decor in Mesquite. But let's get ready and head straight back into some calls here. I think we got time. We can do another one. Antoinette, what can I do for you? Okay, I have a question. My mom's house has, uh, I think it's that hardy board on the side of the house, uh-huh. side of the garage, that you don't have to paint it, right? It's a color, came in a color, and you'd never have to paint it again? Uh, well, if, if it's hardy board, it came with a color plus, and that has like a 25-year warranty on the paint job, yes. Okay. <clears throat> and under the eaves of the house, it has a, the, the side of the garage is a wood grain texture to it or whatever? Uh-huh. Okay. Under the eaves of the house, it has a flat board. Right. Okay. Is and it? I guess it got wet this year, you know, and it's now it's bowed down and hanging down. Okay, so that's got the old probably masonite on it. Still not not a hardy because a hardy can get wet and not do anything. Okay. And so what I would recommend is you take a look at just taking that down and get some hardy and put up there. Hardy makes a soffit board that's already perforated for ventilation. Mm-hmm. And that works great up there. And I got to let you go, Antoinette. I'm sorry, but that music means I am totally out of time. I'll talk to everybody again next weekend right here on Texas Home Improvement. <laughs>